up around the turn. It's had a pretty good run incentivized at the 500 metres, led by a length to Fane, inching closer. Then Mount Popper, Aegon now travels up three wide from Mawunga and back behind them, Explosive Jack, Sir Dragon A and 50 stars, incentivized 300 metres to go. Tafane moves up on the outside, they lock horns, then Aegon, Mount Popper, and down the outside, Sir Dragon A, incentivized kicks at the 150 from Tafane, and they were followed by Mayunga, who's coming hard, incentivized holding on from Mawunga, incentivized makes a statement in the group one, beat Mawunga, Sir Dragon A, Tafane. They were followed by Colette and Ki Nautique, further back imaging Mount Popper, well back explosive Jack, Johnny get angry, Aegon and 50 stars. Taken to the lead, held off all the challenges there and getting home, leading all the way there. What a great statement, as Matthew Hill mentioned in that call. And uh, always good to have on the uh, program and catching up with prominent owner, Ozzy Kia, uh, joining us this morning on Past the Post. Good morning, Ozzy, and congratulations. What a start in Melbourne yesterday. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Ben. Thank you. And, uh, well, what was, what was it like? What were your thoughts heading into the race? And, and where did you actually watch it from, of course, with the situation there in Melbourne at the moment? Oh, just, just at home, and um, I was actually I was on the phone to uh, one of the partners, Bray, and um, leading up to it, and I did two, <laughs> the last ten minutes leading into the race, it felt like two hours. So <laughs> I was pretty, I was pretty um, itchy the whole way and nervous. But uh, you get that there was a lot of expectations, a lot of hype on the horse, and it's carried a lot of money as well. So uh, you know, sort of until they do it. You're not sure, and you're a bit nervous, but look, it was it was unbelievable um, once he'd won it, and it really put to doubt any questions that anyone had on him, and including ourselves. Like, you know, you're always hopeful that you that he's the right one, and you hear that he's going well, but until they actually do it in the big races at weight parade level, you really just don't know. And yesterday just cemented that what we've really got to look forward to. What was the last word from Peter Moody to the ownership group before yesterday's race? When did you last speak to him? And- what do you think might uh, unfold? Yeah, and no, I spoke to Moody the night before, and he just said he's perfect. Um, he hasn't had to do too much with him. He's in good nick. Um, he, he, like he'd put on condition, and horse was happy, which is the main thing. That's all Peter's trying to do with the horse since he's picked him up. He's just keeping him happy. Um, you know, he, was, he, he, got a, he had a good base fitness coming from Steve. So I think that was just Moody's objective, was just to get the horse to settle and be happy and... He thought he'd run Jimmy Hall's but he just said, just get ready. <laughs> just watch watch this thing. And um, you know, he only he only sort of said that in the last five seconds of his message. I was all calm until his last five seconds and he said, Just get ready, boys. <laughs> can, so, you, can you give us an insight, Ozzy, into the first phone call <coughs> that you would have taken about this horse when he was running in Queensland? Who rang you? Was it a ratings person? Was it was, no, it, was it your kind no. of bray? Was it Steve? Yeah. How did it all unfold? Unfold because obviously it was a Queensland horse that you've you've bought into. How did the how did the process unfold? Mate, all, all credit to uh, my friend Bray. Um, we, we were just talking. I can't remember what we were talking about. We were just chatting about something and and Bray um, called him. I've seen his horse run in Queensland. It's probably he's probably no good. I don't know, but he seems like oh, Bray loved him. He just said, "Could you just?" Have a look at him for me. Just watch this replay. I'll send you the replay. Watch it. So I watched it. I said, wow. I said, oh, he's probably beat nothing. Um, and we looked at the horse behind him. There was nothing there. So I said, look, let's... So Bryce, just give it to your guys. Have a look at the ratings. So I sent it to um, one of our guys, Matt, and a couple of the boys that do the ratings for me and said, look, can you have a look at this thing? See what you think. Look, they came back and said, look, 
he's beat nothing, so it's hard to judge, but he rates well. He's probably, you know, a stakes class. He's probably listed. He might get to a group three level, but that's all we can judge on what he's done. Um, it'll take a pretty good horse to step up from there um, from what they've done. So I'll rank Ray. Maybe let's have a crack at him. We might get him at a, at a price. It's worth having a bit of a, having a runner. Probably won't be a group one horse, but, you know, we'll have a bit of fun <laughs> with him. And we can pick him up at a good price. We'll have a bit of fun and we'll buy him together. So we, so, so we, we contacted um, Steve and the first answer was No. So we probably tried to lowball it a little bit, um, <laughs> and as you do, uh, Steve was too smart for that. So um, I think we started at like maybe three, four hundred thousand um, for him. So um, you know we lowballed it a little bit, and and then we went to a phase where we sort of went back and had a look at it. And I, I think I said to Bray um, at one point, "Look, let's just go to this amount, and that's all he's worth. We can't pay more than that for him." And um, you know, and like if he, if he's any better than you know, so be it. What can we do about him? That's all we pay. Right, as Bray Wood just didn't didn't listen to any of that advice. Uh, just rigs me. He said, "Oh, we bought him. We've got him." I said, "Oh, good. At that price." He goes, "No, nah, we paid a little bit more, but oh, really, we really want him." So, um, oh, okay, well that's great. So, um, you know, he was very bullish about him, and um, as he is when he likes something, and we ended up. We bought 50% off Steve, and um, I thought at the time we paid uh, a little bit too much. But uh, now, now he's yeah, he was he was actually pretty cheap after he'd won for us um, in his first start. So he had a couple of runs for us uh, in Queensland, and um, the rest is history. So, so at the sort of 400 metre mark, or maybe a bit before then. Was your heart in your mouth? Because it looked like just for a few strides, he was sort of not going up and down in the one spot, but he he was just, he needed to find something, didn't he? But did you sort of think this is the moment whether we know whether we've got a very good horse? Yeah, look, my eyes were glued to every single step of his action. I did think at one stage when the pressure was on, I did think, oh, well, this is the test. You know, there was that 100 metres, 200 metres where he there. There was that that pressure came on from Tafane, but um, yeah, without doubt. Uh, look, in context and reality, the, 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 like he's never raced against any horses of this quality ever before. So, and it's weight for age, equal weights. It was very, very much for me. Uh, let's wait and see. I probably wasn't as bullish. Um, I sort of didn't let myself become as bullish um, because you always get let down in these situations. Or um, sort of. Ray was a lot more bullish. Like, you know, we, we're having conversations. He goes, oh, he's just, he'll, 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 he'll win, he'll win. I'm telling you, he'll win. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not sure. So um, there's a good balance there between myself and him. Um, so, look, I didn't have massive expectations. I was probably nervous more than anything. Um, but then, yeah, when he, when he really let down and, and just fought on that last sort of two, 300 metres, it was a difficult one for me because obviously I was just watching him thinking, you know, just, Kick on, but then with 200 to go, um, when the back markers started coming with Mawunga and then Sir Dragon were coming, I just I started thinking, well, he's not going to win, he's going to get run down, and then I'm sort of kicking Sir Dragon home, thinking, well, if he's going to get run down, I want him to get run down by my horse. Um, <laughs> so then I'm kicking Sir Dragon, and all of a sudden, you know, he kicked back again, and it was a really tough win, and um, it was a pretty good day actually. Um, we're going okay when you're not sure which one. You- 
Barrington Ford with 200 metres to go. So I was pretty ecstatic. Aussie, uh, Ben indicated, you know, uh, just a, a, a touch of Vaux Rogue there, his style of racing. I mean, with the, with the speed maps going into the, into the race, everyone thought he probably would lead. But his style of racing is to start stoking up uh, their approach in the home turn. And as, as Ben uh, touched on there, did uh, Brett deliberately just wait to the straight before really getting stuck into the horse? Or was there a, was an instruction there to perhaps increase in the pace in the 600? And, of course, for a horse that's won his last six by a total of 40 lengths, Maybe the horse wasn't used to having horses around him <laughs> in the straight. Yeah, yeah. Look, it was a bit of a tricky one because we just again, you just don't know. Like he was running over a mile, and he's running against uh, a, a mm. quality field. Yep. But uh, when we when we originally, when the fields came out, and we sort of knew there was going to be no pace um, in there, so it was a bit of a tricky one because we didn't really originally want to ride him that way. We sort of wanted to have him sort of give him a run in the Mackay and just quiet run and then flash home and get him to settle. Um, but then when the field came out, we said, we're probably going to end up leading. Um, you know, ideally it's not what we wanted to do. Uh, but then I think I think Brett rode him perfectly because he could have probably gone earlier, but he waited till he straightened up. I think the main thing for Brett was just to have him on his, on his sort of Melbourne leg right way mm. and just get him to settle because of the, you know, future racing and um, he's... He, he said he looked after him, but he, you know, if, as we get further in trips, he'll he'll sort of ask him to go a lot earlier, which um, hopefully get the rest of them off the bridle earlier. It won't be, you know, a, a sprint time. So, yep. it, you know, that's. But he, it's his first run over a mile, and um, I, I guess we couldn't expect any more than that. We got the result, and I think he'll only get better. So, I, you know, you could say we're fortunate enough to to get the result yesterday, but I think that was, um, you know, the most ideal way to kick off this um, prep. And obviously it's onwards and upwards to the Turnbull and then the Cups for incentivise. You touched on uh, Sir Dragonet. That was some sort of return, wasn't it? I know there were excuses up in Brisbane uh, when he was tailed off, or lots of excuses when he was tailed off in the Derman Cup, but um, you must have been thrilled with that horse returning. And could you also just uh, briefly touch on very elegant and um, and the plans for that mare going forward, please? Yeah, so um, with with Sir Dragon, uh, in Brisbane, obviously, he had an interrupted prep. Uh, he, like, he, he pulled up with a virus bug that we picked up after that. So we gave him some extended time off um, and we got him back. We actually trialled him probably three weeks ago. Might have been touch over. Jamie sort of trialled him, and um, he was just. We thought, oh, we're, we're going to struggle to get this horse back because he still wasn't fit enough to even run out a good trial over a thousand metres. And credit to Karen and David, um, they just poured the work into him over the last three weeks, and um, they really didn't set our expectations high at all. Um, I don't think they could have running on a running in a mile over on firm ground, um, which we've sort of seen his past performances. You know, coming, you know, running over a mile, all-star mile and 1,400. So I, I, for, for him to do what he did, I think he ran from the 400 to the 200. I think he ran a split of 10.79. So I don't think he's ever done that in his life. So it just shows that the horse has sort of, he's come back probably better than what he what he was, um, definitely better than what he was in the autumn, but I think probably even better than what he was in the spring. So if Kieran can keep projecting and, Improving, getting him to improve, I think we'll have a bit of fun with Sir Dragon A um, over the next uh, couple of months. But very elegant, just quickly. Yeah, but very elegant. Uh, she'll run 
uh, next week in the George Main. But I'm, what do you say about Mary Alligan? It's very hard. I mean, she speaks, her racing speaks for herself. She's just an absolute star. And, um, you know, she ran first up over four, just just beaten by Mawunga. Um, I, I just I just think whatever she runs in, um, she's just very hard to beat. And she'll go to the Cox Plate. Uh, whether she goes to the Turnbull or stays in Sydney for one more run after that, I'm not sure. I'll leave that. So Chris hasn't decided yet. But whatever she runs in, she'll be hard to beat. Um, we all sort of know what she's like. She's just a fighter and um, she's a champion. Well, Ozzie, uh, you yourself and Bray there building up a great team, as we know, uh, uh, great horses incentivised, adding to that catalogue, of course, after yesterday. Any final word to Greg Carpenter before the weights come out this week after yesterday? Uh, <laughs> we sort of... I mean, I don't know. Look, I, I'm a realist, and um, I think previously to that run, he was probably borderline on, on, on his weights anyway. He was right, right on the bottom of... Oh, the weights, so he was touching go whether he'd, you know, he'd get in. Um, I know everyone had him already in the field, but I think he was touching go mm. probably around 52 or 52 and a half. Um, I don't know. How much do you penalise him for winning that race? Um, yesterday, I'm not sure. I don't think he did too much, but I'm on this side of the fence, I'm sure other people on the other side of the fence will say give him more, so we'll leave that to Greg to decide, but Look, if he ended up with 53 and a half or 54, I'd be pretty happy. And I think that's probably where I'd see him an absolute winning chance in the football cup and take it from there. Well done, Ozzy. No doubt we'll catch up with yourself and Bray throughout the next few weeks. Well done with Incentivise kicking off there in Melbourne. It was a great uh, expectation. He's delivered and I uh, look forward to his next run. And uh, just quietly, 600,000 jumped in yesterday and uh, whatever else was won from Wednesday's betting. So, uh, look, well done and we'll speak to you again soon. Great. Thanks, guys.